Thanks for listening to this sermon recording from Liberty Family Church in Hillsville, Victoria, Australia. All of our sermons are available for free online, and we encourage you to subscribe to our sermon podcast through iTunes or by clicking the button on our website. If you'd like to know more about what it means to follow Jesus, or would like more information about our church, head to www.libertyfamilychurch.net.au. God bless you, and we pray that this sermon recording encourages you and strengthens your faith in Jesus Christ. Let's pray as we open the Word of God together today. Father God, we thank you so much for the beautiful gift to us that is your Word. We thank you, Lord, that the truth brings hope. The truth brings peace. And Lord, as we explore today, your truth brings comfort and ultimately you bring comfort. So God, we pray that it would not just be me speaking this morning, but it would be your Holy Spirit speaking through me directly to each of our hearts so that we would be encouraged, we would be uplifted, and we would be reminded of the need to reach out when we need support. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're anything like me, over the last few months in lockdown, you will have experienced a whole range of different emotions. You'll likely have had many enjoyable moments, which will have left you feeling uplifted and encouraged. And no doubt, you will have also have faced many challenging moments, which may have left you feeling discouraged and emotionally flat. There's no doubt that COVID-19 has caused some good things to come about for many of us. Maybe that's in the form of more space, more time to just wait on the Lord, to discern His voice, to enjoy and foster relationship with Him. Maybe that's something that you've found to be really good since you've got a little bit more time on your hands. Maybe you've enjoyed being able to have more time as a family, more time at home with your loved ones. Or maybe for you, it's just been a blessing to have that opportunity to take that time to really evaluate, reevaluate, and go, you know what? Why am I doing all of these things in life? Are these things actually the things that God's calling me to invest in with my time, with my resources? Or God, are all these things just things that I've been doing and maybe I shouldn't be doing any longer. Maybe that's a process that you've been going through and you found that to be a great blessing to you in realigning yourself with God's will for your life. Whilst there have been many, many good things that have come about, there's no question that COVID-19 has also ushered in many, many, many complex challenges. Maybe you face some of these challenges and hardship in the form of a job loss or changes to your employment. Maybe your days have been reduced and, and naturally that's going to cause pressure in terms of balancing a budget and paying bills and all of those sort of things. Maybe one of those challenges is in the form of mortgage stress or, or housing uncertainty if you're renting, 
you know, all of these things have arisen of late and are affecting many, many Australians. Perhaps you've faced challenges from needing to socially distance yourself from others for this period of time. That's been really hard, hasn't it? To not be gathering with other people and interacting. And maybe you found that to be really tough and, it's, and that alone has left you feeling really flat and discouraged. Perhaps you found everything, all of these things added together have caused a real strain on your family life or on your marriage, your relationship with your spouse. There have been some really big and complex challenges in this season and as we've seen and as our government keep reminding us, many of these challenges aren't going to go away overnight. All of these challenges naturally, naturally take their toll on our mental health and on our sense of general well-being. There's a writer, Sarah Balloy, in, um, it's on the Gospel Coalition. She's a fantastic writer and she has prepared a great article called Avoiding the Post-Pandemic Blues and I'll be sharing that on Facebook. It's great. But here's what she says in this article. Much about COVID-19 produces anxiety within us. We are more aware than ever that life is out of our control. And a heightened awareness of this feeds our worries and starves our ability to reason. In the last few weeks, our federal government have released a pandemic mental health plan worth $48 million in an attempt to address and an attempt to prevent what many mental health experts have described as a looming mental health disaster. According to modelling from our own state government, from the Victorian state government, Without urgent action, an extra 370,000 people, 370,000 people will likely seek treatment or be hospitalised in the next three years as a result of mental health problems directly related to COVID-19. And sadly, and this is just tragic, this should cause us to stop and, and really think about these issues Alone, Sadly, experts believe that there will be hundreds more deaths by suicide each year too, all because of COVID-19. Now, you might be wondering, well, I'm at church. Why is my pastor sharing all of this with me? Well, I'm sharing all of this with you because it is critical. What I'm sharing today is super important. It is so, so, so important that we, as the church, are aware of and regularly talk about these kind of things. Too often in the past, churches have, sadly, shied away from talking about mental health or suicide or, sadly, have gone so far in some circles to suggest that Christians are somehow lacking. Christians are somehow lacking in faith that they're almost 
lesser Christians if they suffer from mental illness. So let me hit that one on the head. Let me put that one to bed right now. I'll be blunt. I'll be clear. Hear this. Mental health affects everyone. Mental health affects everyone. No one, not one person is immune from facing struggles with mental health. You are not a lesser Christian if you suffer every day, if you suffer ongoing with mental health challenges. And you're not a lesser Christian right now if, as a result of COVID-19, you are facing some challenges in terms of your mental health. Mental health affects us all. You might have heard this said before, and I want each of us to really hear this today. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay for Christians to not be okay. It's okay for you to not be okay. And whilst it's okay for us to not be okay, God never wants us, God never intended for us to not be okay alone. We were created by a relational God for relationship with Him and with other people and God desires, God's heart is that we would reach out for help when we're struggling in life, when we are facing dark moments, when we are battling with our mental health. So today I want to highlight three sources of help that we can look to when we're not okay. And the first one is this. When we're not okay, God desires that we would look to him. You know, it's a really obvious one, but if we're honest, it's one that we don't always do so well, do we? I'll be honest, I don't always do it so well. God can be, God can be the very last person that we go to when we face struggles of any kind in life, but especially when it comes to mental health struggles. We jump ahead in in the list and we look to all sorts of other avenues, all the while, all the while knowing deep down in our hearts that God is ultimately our greatest source of comfort, our greatest source of hope, our greatest strength, if only we would reach out to Him. I love how the writer of Psalm 46 and verse 1 describes our faithful God. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. A refuge is a safe place. God is our safe place. God is our strength. God is a very present help in times of trouble, including mental health troubles. God's desire, God longs that we would be people who 
after recognising that we're not okay, look to him for hope and comfort. In the Bible, David, David is one who regularly looked to God for help, didn't he? You only need to read through the Psalms in the Bible to know this to be completely true. David's Psalms highlight, they unpack, they showcase the breadth of emotions and feelings that he experienced. David had some ups and downs in life, that's for sure. And many scholars have suggested in analysing all of David's writings and and looking at his Psalms, many scholars have suggested, and, and I believe they're right, that David likely went through seasons of depression, seasons of really feeling downcast. David, like all of us, struggled from time to time with his mental health and his general sense of well-being. And while David was not always okay, he didn't try to handle everything alone. David knew where to go for help when he was not okay. David regularly turned to his God. Psalm 42 verse 11 paints a picture for us of the emotional challenges that David often struggled with and also the way in which he chose to seek support when he was struggling. Let's turn there to Psalm 42 and verse 11 now. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. Isn't that a great passage? David, he acknowledged that he was not okay. He acknowledges, I'm not okay. He owned where he was at emotionally and then he took action he chose to put his hope in God he reached out to God for help he did exactly what God longs for all of us to do have you ever been in a place where you've been downcast yourself I have I have many times in fact There have been many seasons in my life where I've personally felt anxious. I've felt insignificant. There have been many seasons where I've felt really oppressed and burdened under a weight of depression. Almost like a, a fog that's just thick and I can't think clearly, I can't see clearly. And there have been really dark times in my own life. I can assure you of that. Now, I'd love to tell you that whenever I'm in that place, whenever, whenever I'm in that season of fog, that God is my first point of call. I would love to say that, but I'd be lying to you if I said that. That's not what my default is at all. More often than not, my default is to trust in my own strength is to try to go it alone, is to try and somehow will myself on and cheer myself up 
by just pressing on and pushing through. And maybe you found this to be true yourself if you're like me in that way. I've found that this doesn't work very well. It doesn't work very well at all. I push on and the fog might seem to lift for a moment, but if anything, it seems very quickly to get thicker and thicker. And before too long, I'm feeling even more overwhelmed and even more vulnerable in terms of my mental health. Have you ever been in that kind of place before? Here's the thing. It's okay to not be okay. But God never, ever, ever wants us to not be okay alone. Please, please, please hear me here. If you're ever in that kind of place, if you're really not okay Don't try and do what I so often default to doing and press on in your own strength, thinking, I'll handle this, I'll get through this myself. Do what God longs for us to do and cry out to him and reach out to him for help. Be that kind of person who recognises, as the psalmist writes in Psalm 121, verse 1 to 2, from where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Friends, our mighty God is ready and waiting to help anyone who cries out to him. If you're not okay, look to him. He will meet you where you're at and he will sustain you and he will help lead you through whatever mental health situation and season you're facing. So that's the first. Turn to God. And here's another. When we're not okay, God desires that we would seek support from our Christian family. When we're born again spiritually as daughters and sons of God, we are instantly welcomed into his family. We are instantly adopted into his own family. And in God's family, as Peter shared a few months ago in his message, our ultimate call is to love one another. Peter shared the words of Jesus recorded in John's Gospel in John thirteen thirty-four to 35. Here's what Jesus says. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. One way we prove that we are disciples of Jesus is by the way we love one another, by bearing one another's burdens. Paul in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 2, he makes this link between bearing one another's burdens and loving others. And here's what he says. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Here's what Paul's 
saying, when we bear one another's burdens, we love others in the way that God calls us to, and in doing so, we're actually fulfilling Jesus' law of love. We are, by our loving and caring actions towards others who are struggling, we are proving that we are disciples of Jesus. There is no question that all of us should be able to receive care and support from brothers and sisters in Christ. And that should be support that would be available anytime, but especially when we're facing mental health challenges. The church should be a a safe place, shouldn't it? The church is a safe place where we can be real and we can share where we're truly at with other people and we can share the things that we are actually struggling with in life. When we're not okay, God longs that we would reach out to him and reach out to brothers and sisters in Christ for support and encouragement. And I know that there are many, many people in in our own church community who are great people who we would all be wise to confide in and reach out for support from. We've got some really quality leaders here at Liberty, don't we? We've got lots of beautiful, caring people in our community who are so good and so gifted in just getting alongside people and encouraging them and having that beautiful listening ear, listening more than speaking and offering advice. We've got some great quality people like that here at Liberty. And so if you are struggling, if you are struggling right now with your mental health, Don't try to press on alone, but reach out to believers who know you and love you and will speak truth and encouragement into your situation. Share what's going on. Be real and share what's going on with people who will build you up and not tear you down. I would love it, friends, if you joined me in praying that God would continue to build and even just increase the quality of this culture that we have of caring for one another at Liberty. We do love each other well in so many different ways. And I'm sure you'd agree with me that God always wants to see things grow. God always wants to see the love for one another, just continue and blossom and flourish in new and even deeper ways. So I want to encourage you, be praying with me that we would continue to grow as a people, as a church who care for one another, who love one another, who are there for one another and offer support no matter what we face in life and offer mental health support when the need arises too. We can all develop our capacity to be more loving, to be more present, to be more supportive of one another, and especially when it comes to mental health. So let's do that. Let's do that together by allowing Holy Spirit to firstly have his way in our hearts. If our hearts aren't those of Jesus, we we can't do any good thing, can we? So let's pray that we would have beautiful, pure hearts just like Jesus, so we can be there for others 
And let's commit ourselves to playing our part in establishing this kind of beautiful, caring, supportive culture at a greater level here at Liberty Family Church. All right, so here's the third avenue for help that I felt led to share with you today, and it's this. When we're not okay, God desires that we would seek professional help. Sometimes after going to God and and getting some wise counsel from Christian brothers and sisters who we trust, we need to go and seek the expert support from a professional in the mental health field. Can I encourage you that if you have been trusting your situation to God, you've sought wise counsel from others, and no matter what you've done and despite all your best efforts, your mental health just seems to be going downhill, can I really, really encourage you to reach out for support from a professional? You can go to your GP and ask for a referral for a mental health plan and and get some counselling with someone through that avenue. You can have a chat with me and I'll be more than happy to give you some information on some great quality Christian counsellors that I could refer you to and you could go and, and get some support from. And if you're really down, if you're really down and maybe you feel like you're even suicidal, you've been having thoughts of it's all just too hard and I, I, just, I just feel like I need to end my life. If that's you and, and let's face it, that is a very real thing. We can feel those sort of feelings from time to time in life. If that's you, can I encourage you, please call Lifeline on 131114 straight away to to just talk with someone and then they'll help you get the support that you need immediately. Don't try to go it alone. Don't try to go it alone. When you're not okay, reach out for help from professionals who are gifted, who are trained, who are skilled in providing you the kind of mental health support and encouragement that you need. As I said earlier, mental health affects everyone. No one, no one, not one of us, no person who's ever been nor any person who ever will is immune from struggling with mental health. You're not a lesser Christian if you struggle on an ongoing basis with mental health challenges and you're not a lesser Christian if as a result of all the stuff the world's going through right now, you are facing mental health challenges right now. Mental health affects us all. Mental health affects everyone and all of us are not okay sometimes. I know that there are people listening to this today who really needed to hear this message today. God really laid this word strong on my heart and I know that there are people listening to this right now who really needed to hear what I've shared today. If that's you today, God wants you to know that you're not alone. God wants you to know that you're not alone and... God also wants you to know that you don't need to walk this road alone. You're not alone. 
and you don't need to walk this road alone. God cares for you. God cares for you completely. He loves you. He cherishes you. He desires to know you so much deeper level. He longs that you would feel the warmth of his embrace, that you would experience his love and peace that come from knowing him, despite whatever we go through in life. God cares for you, and we're here for you too. Give us a call. Give me a call if you need to chat. Call a friend that you respect and trust, or if you really feel that you need it. And I've had support from professional counsellors in the past too. Sometimes we do need the input of a professional. If that's you, reach out to a professional or lifeline if you need immediate help. It's okay for us to not be okay, but God never intended for any of us to not be okay alone. So don't try it. Don't walk that road any longer. Choose today to reach out for help. I'm really confident. I know this from personal experience that it'll be one of the best decisions you could ever make in your life. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much that you love all of us. You love every single person on the face of this planet. And Lord, the beautiful thing about you is that you see what we're going through and you have compassion for us. And so God, I pray right now, I pray for anyone listening to this who does not yet know you, Lord, that they would have a special touch of your presence with them right now and they would be able to feel, tangibly feel your embrace around them and a reality of your love for them on a personal level. And God, I pray that you would help all of us, no matter whether we're going okay at the moment or whether we're really struggling, to be people who would, when we are in times of turmoil, when we are feeling down, when we are feeling depressed, or if we are even feeling suicidal, Lord, that we would be people who would reach out for help, that we would turn to you, that we would turn to our other brothers and sisters in Christ and we would seek professional help as well. So we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.